Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit This is Amanda Doughty, and you are listening to Me, Myself, and I Radio. Welcome to Me, Myself, and I Radio, a self-discovery podcast. Here are stories of transformation and hope with your host, Anthony Hayes. It's time to be inspired. Let's go. If you enjoyed that introduction song, that is Love Struck Robot coming through again with the tunes, this time with Do It All for the Dream. Head on over to lovestruckrobot.com or download that on iTunes right now. Good morning, good afternoon, hip hip hooray, me, myself, and I, Radio Tribe. I got another amazing, amazing personality, a fellow podcaster. My co-pilot on today's self-discovery journey is also a beer enthusiast, which I know we're going to talk a lot about. And considering my background in sales, I can relate. She hosts The Great Beer Venture. It's a podcast that examines the stories behind the craft brewing industry. Amanda Dowdy, let's get into me, myself, and I, shall we? Let's do it. So uh, just so everybody knows, well, I've actually talked about this in the past, but I attended the first, well, my first conference ever, let alone first podcasting conference in September, and that's actually when I met Amanda. And she was just so cool. She came in, she had like her backpack and her microphone with her mic flag and it said great beer adventure and um or it she was she had a little holder uh to hold her beer bottle i mean it was just she was just too cool and um, i'm so grateful to uh to be able to have you here today on the show thanks for being here well thank you so much did you forget to mention the cooler in the back of the van i always always travel with beer I yes, I know, but um I, I don't want the authorities to think you're drinking and driving, so I was gonna leave that out. No, it's way in the back. It's <laughs> I like my I'm not stretch armstrong. I can't um, reach back there while I'm driving. <laughs> yeah, that's so awesome. Um your I used to work for a uh, a beer company. So um when you said that you were you had a beer podcast and stuff, I was like immediately intrigued because the the craft well the craft industry in general is just completely blown up. I mean, there's people making beer in their basement. It's just it's nuts, right? And it's uh, it's there's it's a there's so many different types of beers out there. I don't even think people realize like how many there are. Oh yeah, it's it's definitely changed a lot since even I got into beer. Um, it's it's fabulous seeing all the creativity. 
Yeah, I actually, when I was working for the beer company, we entered the Samuel Adams competition that they have every year mm-hmm. where you brew your own beer and then they select a beer from the people who submit it. And um, we worked in teams at the beer um, distributor that I worked at to brew our own batch of beer. And we sent it in. We didn't win, obviously. Yeah, it was it was surprisingly good. Like when we were putting it together, we went shopping in the grocery store and I'm just grabbing stuff off the the shelves i'm like let's put this in there let's put this in there and um yeah it, it was it was all right actually it actually wasn't bad just the whole process to do it it was, it was actually a really cool experience and it was good for team building too you know oh absolutely yeah there's a, a huge community around beer and that's actually one of the things that i really i really love about it i kind of feel like beer and podcasting in general have definitely helped me find my place in the world cool. which is kind of weird to say no, but no, not at all it definitely you know i when i get when i get sad and stuff i write a lot of poems and poetry it's not good poetry but it is poetry of some sort and i find myself often talking about you know the beer community and podcasting communities as kind of a respite and a a you know, a like an a sanctuary. Island. Yeah, an island on a rough sea where you can go and feel like you're part of it. That's so cool. I love that. And and I can appreciate that too. I have written for many, many years and I actually wasn't going to, but I included I think like three poems in my book that I just published. And it was just one of those things that um it was just a little extra piece of who I was that I felt it was kind of necessary, even though, um, you know, it wasn't based on, it wasn't a book of poems or anything, but just to be able to include that because it's such a, um, writing is such, for me, at least personally, it's a very therapeutic process and it's definitely helped me along my, my self-discovery process. So it's nice, it's nice to hear that you share similar interests. I think that's really cool. Yeah, very much so. Art and writing and being creative are ways that I I use those as therapy almost for myself quite often. Uh yeah. You know. Me too. I've I've dealt with depression and stuff along the way. So it, it's a it's a way that I can that I can I don't know, make my like get it all out. It's like pouring mm-hmm. out all of these emotions that I don't want to hold on to and yes to just purge yeah and I think that's really part of why I love the beer industry and I love podcasting is because both of them are very very creative and also you know there are so many awkward people in both brewing and podcasting I am such an awkward person myself I tell people very very honestly you know, I am so uncomfortable being at this event right now. And more often than not, somebody will say, me too. And it's a great way to actually, one, you know, not feel like you have to perform. Because so often when we're at events, you know, you feel like you have to like, you're on stage, even if you're not up yeah. on the stage, you feel like you are because you're there and you have to do all this networking and get to know everybody. And it's wonderful, but you kind of feel like you have to perform. Yeah, and, it can be overwhelming. Yeah. So I totally am the type of person that I will just tell people straight up, yeah. 
I am freaked out right now beyond belief. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and quite often you'll find somebody else that is in that same boat as you. And so, yeah, very much been been honest with everybody that I come in to contact with and it's worked out amazingly yeah. well. Yeah. Oh, no doubt. I, I appreciate that being able to be so blunt. I think, oh, I know personally that's been a, a big struggle of mine to just come out and say stuff because I'm always thinking about how I'm going to word it, what it's going to sound like after it comes out of my mouth, how it's going to be received. So I'm just, I over-process everything. I think being able to just, to be honest and just be like, hey, like this is who I am is a something a lot of people probably share in common. So I don't really think that's too far off. But when you speak of awkward podcasts, I hope that this doesn't make that top list. Um, and <laughs> no, if it is, no, I hope no, it's towards not... the, the bottom side of of things and not at number one spot. I hope we're like you know, seven or something. That I'd be, I could, I could deal with seven. Seven most awkward podcasts. I'd be good with that. No, no, definitely not <laughs> podcasts, podcasters. Like, I mean, oh, okay. I know... You know what I mean? Like as a person, I know I'm I'm an odd duck. Like I will let my freak flag fly. And I think that's what's wonderful about podcasting is that you can because there are so many other people that share that same flag as you. And, yeah. you know, they're like, yeah, look, there's my there's my podcast. That's the one that, you know, is for me because you find other people that are just you know, maybe they're polka dotted yellow ducks as well. And they're just looking for another polka dotted yellow duck. And you happen to be that person. So I love that. <laughs> Did you just come up with that? I mean, I always feel like I'm an odd duck. And so, yeah, <laughs> it's just, it's <laughs> yellow, who I am. that is so funny. I'm going to grab that quote and put it in the show <laughs> notes. Cause that is awesome. Thank you for that. Oh, well, it's, it's just the truth. I mean, we're all, even the people that play it as being so cool, calm, and collected. No, come on. Nobody's really that put together. Who are you fooling? Exactly. Why are you, why are you pretending to be on stage right now and just playing the part? Just be yourself. You'll find other people. You know, there's a, oh, Tina Dietz. She was at the podcast conference with her and she, I think she says she's a purple squirrel. Um, Yeah. So, (laughs) you know, she can collect all her purple squirrels. I'll collect all my blue polka dotted ducks and we can yellow polka dotted. I don't even know. Green. You can be any rainbow color polka dotted duck and come hang out with me. You know, even if you don't like beer. (laughs) That's so cool. And, you know, there's other things. I'll teach you how if you don't like it. (laughs) Yeah, no doubt. I mean, just in the, the short time we hung out, you brought me up to speed on a couple of things and I know we we tasted some of the, the stuff you brought from Maine. So that was, that was fun. That was a lot of fun, but you know, there's other similarities and stuff being a parent. Um, yes. I know is something that you share. Well, I share with you, but also with um, a lot of our other listeners and stuff like that. So how do you, um, how do you juggle this mom slash uh, podcaster slash beer enthusiast? Like where does, where does all that passion, like how does it, how does it come to being? Well, um, so like I mentioned, I've, I've been dealing with depression for goodness, more than all of my adult life started in high school. Uh, and way back in the day, actually, I always felt like whenever I went, whenever I was stuck in depression, it felt like I was in this deep, dark hole and I couldn't find the ladder to get out. And there was, 
no hands reaching down to help me out. It was just, mm-hmm. I was stuck. Yeah, and, I know that feeling all too well. <laughs> right? Um, since then, I have, I've learned that that's not the case. There's just the way my brain process thing, processes things. It's wrong. Um, often, if something's not going right, I'll kind of have like, not voices in my head, because that's not exactly right, but two trains of thought, like gotcha. the depressed train of thought, being like, this this is horrible, everything's horrible, it's never going to get better. And then the part that has grown from there, that train of thought being like, yeah, it'll pass, it'll pass. <laughs> so my depression actually shows itself differently now, and it comes off as, you know, very stressed. So unfortunately, mm-hmm. right now, I'm, uh, I when I get like that it's not fair to my two little beautiful children um but i'm working on it and it's and and that's something that i truly i truly feel like feel like it sets me apart is that i'm always working on trying to better myself for myself and for my girls i've got two little girls that have a mom that deals with depression and anxiety and a dad that has his own stuff going on and so you know dang well that they're going to have something going on too so i'm trying my best to give them resources and give them somebody to look up to so that they can say yeah maybe mom wasn't always in the best mood but she was always trying to get better um and you're right. You you know, there's there's a lot of slashes, you know, in his podcasting slash beer slash this slash that. But I, I mm-hmm. when I can, I try to have them go with me. I mean, they don't go to any podcasts where I'm recording because they're two and five. They're not good at being quiet. But <laughs> yeah, but if there's a brewery opening. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, they're not great at being quiet when you're trying to record an audio. <laughs> um, but when there's a brewery opening or there's some place where I can have them be around, I bring them with me. There are a lot of events I don't go to because they need to be more important than all of the million of beer events that happen. And to that same thing, I, I do work from home. I work with another one of your current guests, uh, Jessica Rose for Interview Connections, I book guests and I have specific hours when the girls are not in the house so that I can work on that. So when they are here, I'm not working on that because I, I'm i not the type of person that can multitask in that kind of way and be a work-at-home mom at the same exact time. And that's mm-hmm. actually why I got into the beer podcast was I was a teacher. I was a math teacher. Oh. Uh, yeah. Um, but when it was time for child number two to at, to go to daycare as well, I was going to be bringing home $3,000 for the entire school year. So I couldn't Good. do that. <laughs> like yeah. I could, I couldn't I spend 70 hours a week because really when you get done with it all, there's about 70 hours a week and I'm paying somebody else to watch my kids. I don't get to see them. I'm always preoccupied and I'm only bringing home a stipend at the end of the year. (laughs) Like I can't do that. So I also knew that I was a horrible stay at home mom. Um, No, it's not. It's um, it's the (laughs) truth. You know, I, I love being creative with my girls. I, I always thought I was going to be really like love playing, but I don't actually like playing. I can probably play with a dollhouse for like five minutes before I'm like, all right, are we done with this yet? I'm just, 
that's not my style. And then, you know, I know that. And I, when I'm with them, I want it to be good times. I, yeah, we could be together all the time, but we would just be so sick of each other that, <laughs> I mean, I love them so much and I know it sounds bad, but I just no, know I, with the I way. Yeah, the but way I think that... it's great that you do and you do include them in, in those <laughs> ventures and stuff like that. That's you know they're gonna remember that stuff. So that's that's a lot yeah. of fun. Yeah, and I do. I try to make sure the time we are together is very quality filled, and I do my best to be as present. So I try to leave my cell phone not near me. You know, as podcasters, we're always trying to grow our audiences, and social media is a big part of that. But yeah. I try to put it away, and I try to when I'm with them, I try to be with them. That's great. That's awesome. Yeah, I found that, and it kind of sounds like something similar that you've experienced. I found that with the depression, because I also suffer from depression, um, that when I had Violet, it was, she pushed me to be a better person. Mm -hmm. And in doing so, I've been able to take care of her as well as myself a lot better too. So there'll be times where you know, I really, I just, I don't want to, I just, I just can't, I guess I, I, I can't daddy today if you, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. Uh, so I'll just kind of want to lay low and maybe watch some movies with her or whatever. But then we're watching the princess movie and guess what? They're at a ball. The princess is dancing. Daddy, you have to dance with me. So she, I mean, she'll grab me by the hand and she'll make me dance with her. And it's it's like times like that that I'm just I'm thankful because she's probably like the best world's best antidepressant. Yeah, um, when I definitely I also dealt with a lot of body image issues, and those pretty much I mean I'm still always trying to get myself to a weight that I want to be at, but I look at my body differently now. Um, since having my two children, they were both nine and a half pounds. My, the fact that my body could make those and do that is just crazy to me. It's un and, it's unbelievable that whole process, like being there for that and yeah. just seeing, like I have such a more a, a bigger appreciation for women. That I mean, it's like <laughs> it, it was it was crazy. I just I don't yeah. I don't know how I don't know that guys couldn't do it. Guys could not have a baby. There's no way we're big babe. We are we are we are wusses when it comes to pain. Well, I do I do agree that. <laughs> There are often times that you are big wusses, as you say, but mm. I don't, I don't agree with the fact that you couldn't have kids. Like if our bodies were set up that way, it's just so crazy. Like what you can do. I never thought that I could do that. And I went in and I had two nine and a half pound babies without drugs. Um, wow. And, and it was the worst time I have ever had in my whole life. And I, I asked them to just stop and leave them where they were a number of times and just tried to give up, but they wouldn't let me. But oh. after, I, 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 it was like a badge of honor. I think we just, you have to push yourself. And I think that if men were in that same situation, they would push themselves as well. I don't, I don't know. Everybody always says like men could never do this. And uh, you haven't been with me when I've had the flu. It's like, forget <laughs> it. I'm like, it's, it's, I'm dying of a disease. So, uh, <laughs> well, just, no, I've I'm seen that piece. That <laughs> but I, I've seen that before. Not you, but I've seen that a number of places. But I really do think that we all can rise to the occasion that we need to be at. And I definitely feel more whole. I definitely feel like 
before I met my husband, I had my children. There were pieces of me that are missing. And I I feel now, you know, there's a there's a poem I wrote huh, that actually kind of, you know, I did. It felt like I was collecting all the pieces and now I've put everything back together. And even if you like glue everything back together into the place where it's supposed to be, there's still cracks. So I feel like the cracks are what I'm dealing with now, but at least I'm a full vessel. And I love that. And it's just, you know, it can be very trying. And some days I am definitely, some days I'm definitely a better mom than other days. Um, But they, they did. They, they definitely, you know, they, they fixed me. Not a hundred percent because there's there's a lot of things that were broken before, but I definitely feel mm. more whole now. But you're you're making progress and you're you know, every day you're just you're discovering more of yourself that you didn't know existed. And that's something yes. that, that that that's what we try to tell everybody that's listening is just, you know, no matter where you are, there's gonna be obstacles. No matter who mm-hmm. you are, there's gonna be circumstances. But if we could learn you know, one thing from somebody else's struggles and just know that, oh, I, I'm not the only one going through this. I think that um that that's a powerful message. And there's so many, um, well, for with me personally, there's so many things I could relate to your story. And I can only assume that there'll be other people listening that are also cling on to that. But, you know, just to hear that evolution, those, those elements, those me, myself, and I elements that we always talk about, to know that the Amanda that we know today is uh it's so great i really I'm, i really i'm thankful that you're here today with us so thank yeah. you yeah it's definitely not it's definitely not something where i feel like i've got it mastered <laughs> i'm working on it um oh, yeah. you know there's definitely still times in my life where you were talking earlier about like being blunt and it's it's not quite like that it's you know, I find that sometimes I am too blunt and I don't realize I've misstepped in a social situation, but I take responsibility if I've done something wrong and I try to make amends for it because you can't, you cannot just go around and be completely honest with everyone all the time. You can't because, you know, sometimes they're wearing a shirt that just does not look like look good they know it they feel awkward and if you go like oh that shirt does not hit you in the right place like, they're gonna be like what, i know what were you right? thinking when you put on that tie-dye sweater this morning right and they're gonna be like i know i've been worried about this all day and now you just made me feel so much worse about it that other people have noticed how bad it is so yeah. no don't just be blunt and honest but be truthful about how you're feeling like <laughs> you know i feel like why did I put on this tie-dye sweater this morning like why did I do that (laughs) and you know um so that 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 would be something I would own up to but I wouldn't ask other somebody else why they did it and I've I do you I do make mistakes I make loads of mistakes but I always just try to take ownership for it and apologize when I'm wrong and try to make it better if I can yeah and that's that's all we can do is just be mindful because Everything we do in life is a is a constant learning curve. You can read all the books you want. You can, uh, but there's there's only so much that you can learn. And basically, it's it's a continuous evolution every single day. And everybody has their own journey in this you know this crazy world. But uh, along the way, would you say that there were some resources or something that kind of helped you to to 
discover yourself today? Well, I think really it's not so much a resource, but really a, a trait that I have found that has helped me through a lot of things as in, and it's, I refuse to give up. There's so many people out there that just lack perseverance. And because of that, all they can do is complain about the things that they don't like. And instead of, you know, keep trying and try to make it better, you know, do something about it. You know, I, I, I don't like the way I look. So what am I going to do? I'm going to go out and I'm going to do something about it. I'm going to exercise more, which has so many added benefits for me. You know, if I get myself up in the morning and I can, you know, move my body, the endorphins start moving too, and I feel happier. Also, yeah. I'm working on getting my body in a better shape. That So the maybe next time I wear the tie-dye sweater, it'll look better. Um, <laughs> but Yeah, no, yeah, you know, you're right. Keep just trying. That, yeah. I love Always that. keep trying no matter mm -hmm. what. And yeah, I think that that's really the most important, important thing is just never, ever give up. Yeah. You might've royally messed up today. You probably should not have eaten that, you know, triple layer cake with ice cream on the top right. and the side of it. I know you probably shouldn't have, but it's okay. Try better I tomorrow. I literally have an entire cake in my fridge. It was somebody's birthday the other night. And after I get off with you, I'm going to go eat a piece of cake. That sounds delicious. And I might have <laughs> to go to the bakery now because we've been talking about cake. Now we're talking about cake. This is getting <sighs> nuts. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh man, this, that's, that's, that's totally epic. I love that. And you know, it's funny, everybody's interpretation of a resource is different. And that's why, that's why I think it's, um, it's such a valuable question to ask because everybody's perspective is going to be different. And then everybody's perspective uh, now is different than it was in the past. So in knowing that if we got in our time machine right now, right, our, our me, myself and I time capsule, and we, we trans, we, we transcended and we took a you know a, a step or back in time and you were 21 again what what do you think something you would tell your 21 year old self well there's there's a number of things that i would tell my 21 year old self first i would start by explaining that my body was going to do amazing things so i should really stop hating it so much that would have saved me a lot of aggravation um also, I would have told myself that in just a few short years, you will meet the most amazing person you've ever, you know, you ever will meet in your entire life. So stop trying to hang out with all these fools. Um, <laughs> and then oh, so, so many bad choices. Um and then also, I probably would have told myself to stop drinking the blue and purple drinks and go find some real beer because ah. the the crappy beer and all those fruit drinks, whew, you know, I could have yes. could have had yes, some better many, evenings. Yeah, many um many hungover days and nights and uh, yeah. And what's the point yeah. of that? Like, you know, I I'm did. I'm a beer podcaster and I don't think that you should ever have a hangover. You know, <laughs> like that's not the purpose of beer. Um, and if I could go tell my 21 year old self that my 22nd year old 22nd birthday would have been a lot better. Ooh, that was <laughs> that's, a so awesome. that's so awesome. That's so awesome. And 
I, I really appreciate that. And um, also for you taking the time today. So if, if, if anybody connected with what you said, and I know that they did just as much as I did, where, where should we send them? Where's the podcast and where, where would you like people to come check you out at? Yeah. So a great place. I'm obviously on all the podcast catchers. That's just like where the cool kids hang out. But <laughs> if you go to greatbeeradventure.com, you can find links to all of our social media, the show, all however many episodes. We're well over 80 at this point. And you can also, if you want to, feel free to email me. We can chat about drinking good beer or being sad or how we can become better parents together, you know, anything. Cool. That's awesome. I actually have a Great Beer Adventure sticker on my desk. Oh, do you have a new one or an old one? I, I got it at the conference. I don't know. Good. Good. <laughs> yeah. So every time I every time I podcast, we get to we get to be with each other. Oh, that's fabulous. <laughs> I'm so happy to hear that. Yeah, um, it's, it's cool. I just wanted to say also to you, congrats on the book. I think that's wonderful and amazing. And also, oh, King. Congrats on the uh, recent engagement. That is yeah. amazing. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. It's been a um, we well, we went out with a bang in 2016, to say the least. So uh, this year is looking pretty good. We'll see what happens next. <laughs> yeah, 2017. I am going to kick butt, and I hope everybody right? else is too. You just got to keep trying. I love that. I always like to close out the show, um, Amanda, to tell everybody that's listening that, uh, you know, no matter what you're going through in life, no matter what your circumstances, your obstacles, your, you know, this journey of self-discovery that we're all on, that the only thing you can do is to control the controllable. As for the rest, keep on flowing and just be. This has been me, myself, and I, Anthony Hayes, with Amanda Dowdy. Thank so much for coming on today. Thank you very much. You've been listening to Me, Myself, and I Radio with your host, Anthony Hayes. Tune in next time. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, Protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.